daf hey and daf vav. Gematria, how serious is it? This whole sugya daf hey and daf vav all revolves around a machlekes between Rav Matna and Rav Pada on on the Mishnah on daf hey amadalif. So I'm going to focus not uh, firstly on that area and only on the view of Rav Matna. So we're going to focus in quite sharply to be able to get into an understanding of the unique um, quality of the Hebrew alphabet that it not only not only does every letter represent a letter, every letter also represents a number. So we know that we have a matrix of different ways of, of understanding the Chumash, the, the, the Torah. Uh, we have the Pshat, just what the words say, and then we've got the Yud Midas, 13 different methods of extrapolation, which Rabbi Shmuel enunciates in the, in the Brisa. And uh, we've got drush, and we've got remez, and we've got sod, and we've got the the sound of the letters, and we've got the shape of the letters, and the shape of the spaces between the letters, and the numeric value of the letters. And every word is just so overflowing, with with dozens of different intersecting meanings uh, that one one has to try and hear within within the word. It's a, it's a totally unique language in that way. And the part that we're focusing on is this intersection between the numeric value and the and the linguistic value of a word. That every word is a sequence of numbers, uh, because every letter is a number. So every word is a sequence of numbers, and and it's also and and it's letters. <coughs> and from that we get the whole idea of gematria, and we know how seriously the the tour takes the gematria and gave us the balaturim on on the Torah. Uh, and how serious is it? Can we can we draw alachic conclusions from gematria? Where does it come from, and how serious is it? So we uh, we have gematria referred to in our Gemara. The Mishnah says, "Stam uh, If a person may says, "I'm a nozir," he doesn't say for how long. If he says for anything less than thirty days, he gets thirty days of nazirut because there is no nazirut for less than thirty days. That's what the Mishnah tells us. If he just says, "I'm a nozir," thirty days. If he says, "I'm a nozir for a week," thirty days. I'm a nozir for ten days, thirty days. If he says, I'm a Nazir for 45 days, that's different. But up till 30 days, that's the smallest unit of Nazirut. That's what the Mishnah tells us. Where does it come from? Minani Mili, where does this come from? That a person just says, I'm a Nazir, and we give him 30 days. Where does that come from? Omar Rav Matna, Omar Krok, Hadoshi, We've got a Gematria here. The Gemara itself brings a Gematria to explain the Mishnah. Uh, and, and this is Rav Matna. What's it from? The posik at the top of the source sheet in Bamidba. He can't shave his head uh, all the time of his nazirut. Until the days that he committed to nazirut to Hashem are filled, he shall be holy. So that's that's the linguistic value of the word. Kadosh he shall be holy. Simple. But there's a gematra. Yes, yud hey, yud hey. That's te, that's. 10 plus 5 plus 10 plus 5 is 30. So this is Rav Matno, you see from year year that that's where the Shloshim comes from. Mm-hmm. Says the Rambam in the Perish Mishnah, don't think he learned it from that. This is Gematria. You don't take it that seriously, that you're going to learn the halacha of, of Naziris from Gematrias. That you're not going to do. Davazek Kabbalah, they knew Kabbalah. This was handed down, some say, halacha l'moshim Sinai. Some say whatever Masoro they had, that they knew it was 30 days. This was given together with the Torah that the Rabbi Shem explained to Moshe Rabbeinu that it's 30 days. 
Um, and here we just his michul kachkein siman. And here the the, the, the Rav Matna gives a kind of a siman. It's interesting if you look at the posuk, you'll see thirty hinted in the posuk. But that's not where we know it from. You can't extrapolate. Why not? Explains the Rosh. If you go through the brights of, of Rabbi Ishmael, that we'll be saying in a, in a few minutes, if you haven't said it already, the brights of Rabbi Ishmael gives the 13 midot that we, from which we can extrapolate meaning in the Torah. And one of them is not gematria. There's Kalva Chomer and there's Gzera Shova and there are all the things that, that the uh, Abinyan Av, all the, all the things that, that uh, Rabbi Shmuel lists there are the 13 methods of extrapolation that Moshe was given on Sinai on which the whole of Torah Shabbal Peh is built. All of Gomorrah, Mishnah is all built on those, 18, on those 13 principles of extrapolation. But Gematria is not one of the 13 principles, says the Rosh. So clearly they didn't get it from the Gematria. They knew it in any event and the Gematria is just a, a way to remember it. And the Rambam paskins that lahalocha in Perik Gimel, stam nezirut shloshim yom, if a person, ordinary nezirut is 30 days, um, if it's less than, than 30 days, he says, it's still 30 days. Um, and then he says at the end of, of, of halocha beis, v'davar zeh halacha mipia kabbalah. And where do we know from that it has to be 30 days? The Rambam doesn't say gematria, the Rambam says Kabbalah, not, not from Gematria. So on the one hand, we see Gematria is given credibility by being referred to in the Gemara by Rav Matna. On the other hand, the Rishonim are all telling us, don't, don't get all excited with the Gematria. It's just a, to help you remember. It's just a thing, but that's not where we learn it. Right? You can't learn things from Gematria. And the Kesef Mishnah brings that as well <coughs> on the Rambam. Uh, and he references the parish of Mishnahis of the Rambam, inyan siman. This is received through Kabbalah, but they give it a, a siman, they just give it a, a, a reference point. But now this re- leads us into a really interesting discussion about the use of Hebrew letters as numbers. So for example... The din is that to be higher for writing on Shabbos, how many letters do you have to write? A minimum of two letters. What happens if you wrote, or, or you've got to write a word that is, that is clear? It says the Mishnah in Shabbos, Tavkuf Dalet, Katav Ot Echat Nutriko. What happens if you used an abbreviation, an icon? Rabbi Yeshua ben Beterem, Chayev Echachamim Poetry. There's a machlekes of Rabbi Yeshua ben Beter and Chachomim. Rabbi Yeshua ben Beter says, if you use an icon, one letter, but everybody knows what that letter means, then that's, that's a word. Because what, is, what are you not allowed to do on Shabbos? You're not allowed to write. What is writing means? Creating meaning out of the, the joining of letters together in a meaningful way and joining of words together into a sentence. That's what, what language is. Language is taking letters and sounds and joining them in ways that have meaning. Uh, and therefore, if, if it's a nutrikun, if it's one letter that everybody knows what it means, that's meaning. Says Rabbi Yeshua Mbeteh, but the Chachomim disagree. Says Rashi, what's nutrikun? So you write like, like a mem and a little, doctor, a little apostrophe on top of it, as we do when we want to use a, a shortened form of something. You want to say, Reb Moshe. Then you write a rage and a little thing, and it's just a rage, but we know that means Reb. Uh, so so when, when you write it, that's a notricon. That indicates, that little apostrophe shows that by this letter you mean a word. A word which is suggested by the letter. 
And the Rambam Paskins, um, like like the Chachamim, that it's the one letter doesn't count. Ketzad kegon shekatav mem. A person says mem with a little apostrophe, and we know it means meiser. You're busy writing about trumas and meisers, and you write mem with a little, the, especially in the old days where printing was very expensive. If you look at the old minchas chidduch, it's very difficult to learn because there's so many abbreviations. They used to abbreviate to make it short. Even some of the sidurim, writing yud yud for Hashem's name, is to cut down on the number of pages in the sidur. Nowadays, they often write Hashem's name out in full. The reason was just to cut out the printing was expensive. The paper was expensive, so they used to use a lot of abbreviations. So it says the, uh, the Rambam, so if you wrote Mem, everybody knows you mean Meiser. Or you wrote Mem, meaning 40, Arba'im, but you wrote Mem. It's as if you wrote Arba'im. But you're Potter, it's not Arba'im. Says the Rambam, writing the issue of writing on Shabbos has to be composing a word out of letters, not using an icon. And it's quite interesting because today we uh, icons, kids don't know the difference anymore between icons and letters. Some words they don't even know how to write. Uh, what would you imagine if you wrote a, a Megillah and you said Vahir Shushan Smecha? And you had a little icon for a city, you had a little, a little um, emoji for a city, and then you wrote Shushan, and for Smecha you wrote a fi- smiley face, so you had some, some balloons and, and things, and everybody would be able to read it, Shushan would that be a good Megillah? No, you're using icons, you're not using language. And, and it's a danger today, we're losing language, kids are, u- are losing language, everything's an abbreviation, everything's a, an, an icon, and how to create language is something that now... ChatGPT can can do better than the kids can do. It's a problem. <coughs> says the Rambam. So, the, so there you would be Potter. Says the the Agdos Is the Rambam's paskening like uh, like the Chachomim? So I found an amazing uh, piece. It's really a tshuva of the Yad Hamelech. The Yad Hamelech is a grandson of the Noida Yehuda. So end, end of the 18th century, beginning of the 19th century, he overlaps with the Vilna Gaon's period. Um, a wonderful, wonderful person, a wonderful human being, uh, and he wrote a parish on most of the Rambam called Yad HaMelech. Uh, there was a, a an outbreak of cholera uh, at the, in the early 19th century in, in that area of Galicia in Austria, uh, and he took care of people. He, he saved people and he nursed people and he took care of the orphans of the, the, that were created by that and eventually he got it, and he died very young, the Yad HaMelech. And the Yad HaMelech brings this Rambam and goes into an analysis of this. And he says, What happens if you write a number on Shabbos? A six, a nine, 23. Are you chayev or are you not? It's not a letter. Um... Do we say that Kivan the Cholot Echat Bifnayatz Moi Yechashav Kamokein Letevashlema? Surely a nine is a word. It, 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 it represents something. The fact that it's only one letter, it's still a word. Or do we say, no, it's, it's an icon. It's not a word itself. And he goes into a whole analysis. <coughs> and he comes to the conclusion, Vare ein lanu ktav gamur yoter min otiyot v'tevot ha-misparim asher iskimu ha-monei umota lehem b'chtav uvulshonam. There's no greater writing than the you know, acceptance of language and letters and writing than what the whole world accepts as the meaning of a number. Lettering, every, every nation has its own way of lettering, and the Chinese have certain figures, and, and we have, and, and the Arabic letters, they're all different. But when it comes to numbers, we all agree. A six, a nine, a five, we all know what it is. There's no greater 
language than what we've done with numbers. We've made numbers a language. And therefore, if you write a five or a six or a three, on Shabbos, says the Yad Amalek, you would be Chayev. Even though the Rambam says, and he's commenting on that Rambam, if you wrote a Mem, meaning 40, you would be Potu. And the Yad Amalek says, but, but if you look at, first we're just talking about non-Jewish numbers, regular numbers, digits, five, three, seven. Those, that's proper language. You Chayev, says the Yad Amalek. Even if you wrote one number on Shabbos, you chayev. That's an Isidor Isa. Then he goes on to say, what about the Rambam? The Rambam says, if you just write a mem or a lamed, it's not, doesn't count. That's when you're dealing with Arabic numerals, which everybody accepts. But to write a lamed or a mem or a dalad, meaning the number 30, 40, or 4, then the Rambam is right. If you use a Hebrew letter to indicate a number, you would be patu, you wouldn't be chayav. That wouldn't be an Isidor Isa. So you write a nine, Isidor Isa. You write a tet, meaning nine, not an Isidor Isa. Potter. Because in Hebrew, it's not that tet is a number. We just decided Tet should be an icon for the number nine. So it's a nutrikun. If there's a difference, he is mechalik on that, Rabbi Yushubin Batera and the Chachomim and the Mishnah, the difference between a nutrikun, which is an abbreviation, and an agreed digit. So the numbers is, are universally agreed to mean those numbers, that's what they are. In Hebrew, if you want to say 40, you spell it out, Arbaim. And if you put a mem there, that's just a nutricon, that's just a shortened form, that's just an icon. And for an icon, you're not chayev. Because a, an icon, something that just suggests a word, is not writing minatera. And he goes on to say, uh, so he, he brings the Rambam in Zerus, he brings our Rambam. What does the Rambam say? There's no real gematria because... The, the idea, and it's how he interprets the Rambam, the idea that the numbers, numeric values attached to the words, that's not from Sinai. That's not essential part of the Torah. That's a, a kind of a drush that was put in, but we don't learn from that. We don't extrapolate that. The, if the letters really meant the numbers, then the gematrias would be Dorises. And the Rambam says, and the Rosh says, that's not so. <coughs> so. So there's a difference then between using an Arabic digit and using a, a Hebrew digit. So in Hebrew, we've got to use the, we've got to spell out the full name, and therefore he gives another two areas where this would make a difference. The one is in a get. If a person wrote a get, and instead of writing Yom Echod Ve'Esrim Yom on the twenty-first day Lechodesh Shvat or whatever it is, instead he wrote Kaf Aleph Yom, or in a, in a Ksuba, but in a get, of course, it's more serious. He says that wouldn't count because you haven't written the number. The way you write a number in Hebrew is spell it out. There's no, there are no, if you just write it to Kaf Aleph, that's a shortened form, that's an abbreviation. It's not, it's not an assigned meaning in Hebrew as it would be in, Eng, in the English language. And Sfira Sa'omer is the same thing. What happens if you say, Hayyim Yudbeiz Yomim Lo'omer? Or Hayyim Gimel Yomim Lo'omer? So he says, that doesn't count. If you want to say, well, say Shlosha Yomim Lo'omer. You, you, can't, you can't say Gimel Yomim. It's no such thing. There's no, the, the, the numeric value of the words is not an essentially, uh, an essential thing. 
So I have a lot of difficulty with the Yad HaMelech on the, on the surface because it's all very well to say that we spell the words out and the gematria is not, not an essential part and so on. But we had to make calculations long before the Arabic numeric system is, is little more than a thousand years old. And the Roman numeric system is, is even less. And before that, there was a Mesopotamian numeric system, which was very complicated, but we don't see reference to that anywhere in Torah, to the Mesopotamian. So, so how did they calculate? How did they calculate Rosh Chodesh? How did they calculate the number of days in the year? What did they use? Did they write out everything they wrote out in words? How did they add? How did they do multiplication? You can't do that without icons. So, so there must be built into Torah. There has to be a numeric system. And we're not given a separate numeric system like the Arabic numerals. So what are our numerals? The only numerals we know. Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet. So it must be part of the Torah. And the Yadamel seems to be going in a different direction. And I think what we have to say is, yes, of course, the numbers are numeric symbols. And they are, we've always had them from Sinai, probably. But they're used for calculation. They're not used for language. Mm. When you're writing language, spell it out. No icons, no abbreviations. You don't, not like text messages. If you're writing language, write the word out in full. Express yourself properly. Put the letters together so you can see the letter properly. Imagine writing it, doubling out of a cedar where there are no words. Everything's just an abbreviation or an icon. You want to see the whole word. So when you're using language, spell it out. When you're doing math, Use, use icons, because you can't keep long words in your mind while you're manipulating ideas. You need icons. So for calculations, you use an icon. For linguistics, you use full language. In that case, it's fine to say gematria. Gematria is a calculation. But you can't learn halachas from a calculation. You've got to learn halachas from the words. You've got to learn halachas on the pshat and from the drush of the words. So you can't, so although we've got so we're going a little bit further than the Yad HaMelech. Yes, of course, these letters are inherently numbers. Even the Rambam agrees with that. All the Rambam is saying, based on the Chachomim and Shabbos Tav Kufdalad, is those, those numeric values are for calculation purposes, not for communication purposes. If you want to communicate, say it out in full. If you want to communicate, write it out in full. Uh, even, with, even when you're writing your own notes, write out in full because it's easier to remember. Things make more sense. Don't use little abbreviated short notes. Write things out in full. It's very important to, to write things out in full. That's how we communicate with ourselves. That's how we communicate with one another. And therefore, if it's an aget, the Yad HaMelech is right. You, a get has to be language. Uh, you can't just, you can't use an icon. The icon is a calculation. You're busy doing math. You can use the calculation, but you're writing a get. It has to be language. A get is a letter. Uh, what about Sphira Saumer? Sphira Saumer is, what is it? Is it a calculation or is it language? When we're saying this is today is the 21st day of the Omer, uh, three weeks and 21 days of the Omer, is that, are we calculating or are we diving? Is this an expression? If it's a calculation in our minds, we're counting up if we're counting. Then you can use 30, then you can use the shortened form. So why does the Yad Melech say you can't use the shortened form and the other acronym will say the same? Look at the Orach Hashulchan. Vimana Tevot, Kagon Zain Laomer, Ochet, If you counted the Omer using a simple letter, Yeshteotim Yatsaim Lav. So there, there's a machlokis whether it works. What's the machlokis? Are you communicating or are you counting? What is Sfira Saimir? And it's difficult to know because what does the word, word sfira mean? Lispor is to count and lisaper is to tell. Is this a story? Is this narrative? 
Oh, is this numbers? Is this calculation? If it's lispor, if you're just counting, if sfirata omer means counting the omer, then you should be able to use the icon. If sfirata omer is a narrative talking about the omer, then it, then you should spell it out in full. The Orachashulchan says he thinks you're yotzei because it's really a counting exercise, and it was maybe count again with, without a bracha. But the Yad Melech said, "You says you're not yotzei at all because this is this is communication. Just as you're not yotzei in a get, so you're not yotzei in uh, in in Sfiras because counting the Omer is in itself a narrative, and that's important for us to have in our minds. When are you just calculating something, in which case you want the shortest form possible, you want icons that you can manipulate in your mind, you're just calculating. And when are you talking? Even in learning, you're going through a sugya and you're summarizing the sugya in your mind. You can use icons in your mind. This, what, does, what does the Chachomim say? What does Rabbi Yudim Beseda say? You can have little pictures in your mind because you don't have to go through the whole thing. But if you're teaching or you're learning it out for yourself, you say every word out, you talk it out, you even put the words in the Gemara that are missing. Uh, the Gemara is in a very shortened form as it is. You fill it out because that's narrative. It's always important to check with yourself. Am I communicating or am I calculating? If I'm calculating, abbreviate. If I'm communicating, be clear, be complete, have style in a way that not only can one understand it, but there's also beauty in the communication.